the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, June the 13th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On June 13, 1967, President Lyndon Johnson nominated Solicitor General Thurgood Marshall. He became the first black justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. Today in 1942, a four-man Nazi sabotage team arrived on Long Island, New York. Three days later, a second four-man team landed in Florida. All eight men were arrested after two members of the group defected. They were sent here to do espionage and to do spying for the Nazis. And two of them got here and said, man, this is a lot better than where we came from. And they wanted to stay. So they defected, and all eight of them were arrested. Today in 1966, the Supreme Court ruled in Miranda versus Arizona that criminal suspects had to be informed of their constitutional right to consult with an attorney and to remain silent. Today in 1971, the New York Times began publishing excerpts of the Pentagon Papers, a secret study of America's involvement in Vietnam from 1945 to 1967 that had been leaked to the paper by military analyst Daniel Ellsberg. Today in 1996, the 81-day-old Freeman standoff ended as 16 remaining members of the, of the group surrendered to the FBI and left their Montana ranch. These people were hung out before the American public, I remember this well, as anti-government. I, I didn't see, I didn't know any of them, but I didn't see that they were so anti-government. They were pro-freedom and they felt like their rights were under the Constitution was being trampled. That's my memory of that. That's not the memory of Associated Press, I assure you. They go on and on this morning about this and how anti-government and how they were, these people were bad and people were afraid of them and so on and so forth. Today, in 1997, a jury voted unanimously to give Timothy McVeigh the death penalty for his role in the Oklahoma City bombing. Today, June 13, 2023, it will go down in history. It is historic. At 3 p.m. Eastern Time today, 12 noon here in the West, President, former President Trump will stand before a judge. Former President Donald Trump will, be, will appear at the U.S. courthouse in Miami, Florida today. He will surrender voluntarily, he says, to authorities to face charges that he mishandled classified documents. America is tuned into this as we should be. There's many details that are unclear at this moment as we originate it live on this program at 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time today. Some of you will be hearing it later. But one thing is clear. 
One thing is clear. The arrest will be one of the most significant moments in American history. Either it will mark the moment the rule of law is affirmed in America, or it will mark the country's collapse into a banana republic. I know quite a bit about banana republics, and it's not from studying it in school. I've been there. I've been in and out of those countries in missionary work. I've done business with them on behalf of Christians who are building a church that they could meet in and worship God. It's pathetic. I never thought I'd see the day that America would be veering off to the left so far that we are teetering on the cliff of destruction in becoming ourselves, the beacon of light, the city on a hill, becoming a banana republic. Attorney General Merrick Garland, in a departure from standard procedure, appointed a special counsel to handle the Trump documents case, claims related to his alleged role in the Capitol riot on June 6, 2021. You'll remember that. Normally, a a special counsel is appointed to investigate an incumbent president because more independence is needed from a Department of Justice that reports to the White House in the executive chain of command. But, oh, no, Joe Biden wants none of that. He wants Merrick Garland handling this matter because Merrick reports directly to the White House. Garland used the immense power of the special counsel. It's almost always expected to bring charges to investigate and prosecute not only a former president, but the leading opposition candidate in the next election. That's what they do in these dark little backward countries. That's the way it works. I can't tell you. How many people have told me, yeah, we'll let you build a church over there with those people from America if you'll, um, well, you know, Gary, if you'll just help us a little bit. They were asking for a bribe. I've been through that dozens of times. It's normal in many countries in the world today. It's normal. Now, it seems it's becoming normal in the greatest nation in the history of the world. In the course of the investigation, federal agents raided Trump's private residence at Mar-a-Lago. People were stunned by that, as you'll recall. It was another radical step, step treating the former president like a common criminal over documents. In the months since, Americans learned that President Joe Biden himself, the sitting president, has more documents than Trump does. But they're not even talking about that. Some of the Republicans are trying to push it to the front so the American people know about it, but most American people don't know, perhaps don't care, but they don't know. The press won't talk about it, that's for sure. The press is focused on one thing, and that's destroying a man with whom they disagree and hate in many cases. Joe Biden has documents in his private home, his office, Chinatown, University libraries, they're all over the place. They're everywhere. The difference between Joe Biden having them and Donald Trump having them is, on the one hand, the goal is to destroy Trump because he is the leading candidate by far against 
Joe Biden, a sitting president, in an upcoming election. Our founding documents are so clear about that. But here we are today doing exactly what little two-bit third world countries do every day of the week. We have become them. This, while Mike Pence has documents, as I said, Joe Biden has them scattered all over the place. And the difference is that Joe Biden wasn't technically, legally available or authorized to take those. He was not the president of the United States. He was the vice president. The president can do with what he wants of the classified documents because he can declassify them. A vice president cannot. Nobody's looking into that. They won't even say it out loud. The Department of Justice also revealed that through another special counsel investigation that was launched, the investigation into the Trump 2016 based on political motives and disinformation from the Clinton people. The Clinton, Hillary Clinton paid for all of that information that was coming out that they spent four years trying a man who didn't do any of it. And in the end, they go, well, yeah, I guess <clears throat> there's no evidence here. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's no evidence here. What happened to Hillary Clinton? Nothing. She just cackled and laughed her way off into oblivion. Nothing happened. And nothing has happened to Joe Biden, who illegally took these documents. I mean, he did. He wasn't president. He's never been president till now. The special counsel, Jack Smith, whose team of prosecutors will lead this criminal proceedings, he said Friday, the laws on classified information must be enforced. And all across America, half of the country said, yes, indeed, this is our chance to get Trump. And the other half said, you've got to be kidding. The selective, the selective application of the law. This is difficult for at least half the country to believe. I'm part of that half. I can't believe we're here. I'm able to put aside any support or lack thereof of Donald Trump because I love our country. This is wrong. It's dead wrong. It is indeed the way little backward third world countries or banana republics operate. But even some of the legal analysts who are sympathetic toward Trump they're saying last night and this morning that the way they've set up this indictment against him legally is strong. Morally, it's corrupt. Most of them, most of the legal scholars that are sympathetic to Trump who believe this is a strong case because of the way it's set up legally say it should never have been brought Every president has had papers, and everybody knows it or are learning it now. That's, that's where we find ourselves as a nation. I was interested, William Penn, one of the leaders of the early colonists who came, 
William Penn wrote this. He said, Governments like clocks go from the motion men give them. And as governments are made and moved by men, so by them they are ruined, too. Wherefore, governments rather depend upon men than men upon governments. Let men be good, and the government cannot be bad. But if men be bad, let the government be never so good. They will endeavor to warp and spoil it to their turn or to their advantage. We're experiencing that today. That's what's happening in our country today. A great nation, a great constitution, great institutions are being turned for their own good intentions to stay in power. That's where we are today. I was reminded of Joshua, a young Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua told the people of God, he said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Our nation was founded on those principles, on the Joshua principles, and every book in the Bible directs us to God and to his word in one way or another. And yet here we are today, a nation founded upon God's principles. Here we are today, mocking God in every way possible. We are using the law for our own political gain. We are corrupt to the core, the leadership of this nation now, and yet they're using this pious, this this Pharisaic approach to getting rid of their strongest political opponent and a man whom they've come to hate, Donald Trump. If they can do this to Trump, has it ever occurred to you what they can do to people like you and me who do not have the resources that, say, a Donald Trump has? If that hasn't occurred to you, it should. Because we're on the cusp of becoming that country right now. And this is not political on my part. I would be saying this if, if it was another name and a Democrat. It, this is wrong. It's dead wrong. If they're going to prosecute him, and they intend to, and the bell rings at 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern, noon here in the West, if they prosecute, and if they succeed and prevail in this event, there's no telling what will come next. Because they will have completely broken the dam, as they say, and the water will gush through. And our nation will never be the same again. Take the personality of Trump out of it. Take his political party affiliation out of it, this should never be happening because presidents have kept and had these papers, documents, throughout a number of presidencies. And as we sit, the Biden administration is pulling the strings on the legal, using the institutions, the legal institutions of this nation to destroy their number one opposition candidate in the upcoming election.
that's where we are today. But we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and to keep focused on the law of the Lord. That is our only salvation. It isn't only political. Somebody would say, oh, Gary, you just, you're trying to get your Republican friends elected and so on. I am trying to get Republicans elected because I think they, even the, the ones that aren't very good at what they do, they do better than, by far than the progressives. Everything a progressive touches, they destroy. I was reading an article this morning. I'm not talking about it today. I may talk about it tomorrow. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. But there's a, the story of the Wall Street Journal is talking about how cities are, 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 are dying, and we know that. But they're talking about it in very distinct ways. And I was reading part of it early this morning. I'm going to go back to that later today. But like San Francisco, the major hotel chains are now saying, well, we're not going to invest in the future. We think there is no future in San Francisco. That's different than saying, well, we're going to pull out because of all the crime and everything, but, you know, we'll keep our options open and we may come back. I mean, these big hotel chains are in every city, the same ones. But no, they're saying we're pulling out for good. We have no plans to come back. San Francisco is the focus, but the same thing's happening in Los Angeles area. I suppose if I read more deeply into this it's happening everywhere everywhere everything that the left touches with their progressive marxist cultural marxist ideology they ruin it a rose tries to bloom and they come by and crush it that is where we are in our nation today and why because we are not doing as as i read from joshua we're not doing as we find in every book of the bible We're not looking to God's laws and God's principles, Judeo-Christian principles upon which this nation was founded and built and thrived. Why do they want to destroy the prosperity and the freedom and the joy and the happiness that this nation has brought to so many people? I'll tell you why. They want to be alone at the top. Every dictator wants that. Every banana republic is used to that end. And that's where we are today. The greatest country in the history of the world teetering on the the edge of destruction. And it's not only political. President Biden came out and told the press this week, following his party over the weekend, He said, transgenders are the most bravest, I'm quoting him, these are his words, not mine. Transgenders are the most bravest and inspiring people I've ever met. He's president of the United States. He has a very limited view. He hasn't met very many people, apparently. These people need help. They don't need to be celebrated. They need help. As a pastor, I've talked with people that have fallen into some of those variant lifestyles. And I've counseled and prayed with them. They need help. If some of them come to a point where they realize they do, and they open their hearts and lives to Christ, and they're marvelously transformed by the power of God. That is the answer. It's the answer for our nation. It's the answer for the individual. But this president, while he is destroying his most prominent political opponent, he's celebrating 
Perusian at the White House. It's the largest LGBTQ event ever held in America over the weekend. Washington, D.C. firm Public Religion Research Institute, PRRI, has released a new study on gender. The share of Americans who believe there are only two genders as opposed to many gender identities has increased to nearly two-thirds as issues related to LGBT ideology continue to the forefront in the news. The more we talk about this, the more the le- the fewer people believe in it. They're saying as they are exposed to the truth, they're turning away from this whole crazy notion of we're somehow not men, not women, we're in transition, we're one of many little stopping points between male and female and all this kind of thing. That's crazy. It doesn't work. Society doesn't sustain itself. And God didn't create us that way. President Biden host, hosted the largest LGBTQ celebration in our nation's history this past weekend. He's doing everything he can do to change hearts and minds while he destroys the very institutions of this nation with his political attacks on his opponents, specifically Trump. The survey measured the share of Americans who believe that there are only two genders at 65% in 2023. That was an increase from 59% who said the same thing in 2021 and 62% in 2022. Roughly 34% of Americans believe there are many gender identities. That's a shrinking number compared to 35% in 2022 and 40% in 2021. In 2021, the conversation wasn't national. Now it is. So we've gone from 40% to 35% to 34%. NBC News, when this report came out the other day, NBC News got a hold of it and immediately reported. They said, quote, poll shows sharp divides over gender identity pronoun use. Well, there are sharp divides, but that gives you the 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 sense that it's probably 50-50. It is not. Nearly two-thirds of Americans say, no, this isn't right. It's wrong. NBC continued. They said nearly two-thirds of Americans say they believe they are there are only two gender identities versus 34% who disagree. A new national poll from PRI finds Americans' views and so on. And they admit, overall, 65% of Americans believe there are only two genders, while 64 disagree. And they say there are many, but they say there are many gender identities. Then the news, quote unquote, organization NBC pivots, and they say, but <laughs> anytime they say but or could or may, yeah, that's their key words. They can say anything they want to say, and then they attach that those kinds of words to the end of it. And they protect themselves from legal and other kinds of uh, responses. But but inside those numbers, they said, are sharp differences. And they focus on why people won't believe that there are many genders. And that isn't the news piece. The news piece is that there are not many genders. And, and the American people are beginning to understand that as they become informed on the issues. This survey measured the the share of Americans who believe that there are only two genders at 65% in 2023. That's an increase from 59 
who said the same thing in 2021, 62 in 2022, 62%. In 2022, roughly 34%. Still believe there are many genders, and that, of course, they've been indoctrinated K through university. Percentage of Americans who think there are only two genders increased among all democratic uh, demographic groups, except the Latter-day Saints, the Mormon Church. 81% believe in a gender binary as opposed to 82% two years ago. They're the only group that uh, went the other way on the, on this issue. Black Protestants, they were um, shared. Those who believe there are only two genders decreased from 73 to 71%. This Melissa Deckman, she's the CEO of PRRI, she kind of reacted a bit to the research findings in the statement. She explained to the Christian Post that, quote, the concept that there are more than two genders is one that is still fairly new to most Americans. Uh, and they, of course, you know, were featuring that, all, all the news media that got a hold of that. She noted that not all people of faith are strongly committed to the notion of gender binary. No, they're not. The Christian left, they're, they're supporting Biden in all of this. Jim Wallace and all of his group, they're all in on this. Oh, yes, we need to be affirming. That's what Christians would do. That's what Jesus would do. No, he wouldn't. Jesus wasn't a... A wisp walking around, seeing which way the wind is blowing, like a reed. Jesus would never go along with this because he, his teaching spoke against this. But the press, of course, puts it out there that people of faith are strongly committed to the notion of, no, they're really not. There's a segment that are that are getting a disproportionate amount of news coverage because they are saying what the left, cultural Marxists want them to say. This Deckman said in the past few years, there has been more attention drawn to the issue, especially by some conservative and religious leaders, particularly in red states. The shift may be a reflection of this larger debate as more Americans begin to sort through this issue. Well, speaking of sorting through this issue, President Biden hosted the largest event in White House history as President of the United States. He and Jill, they kicked it off. The President used the opportunity to blast Republicans. These people can only see this as political. They cannot see the moral aspect of this, and this is a moral issue. It's not a political issue. They make the case to the American people that up is down and down is up. And good is evil, and evil is good. The president used this opportunity to blast his Republican opponents. With Flag Day coming up this week, tomorrow, the 14th, it stung millions of Americans to see the president place the transgendered flag above Old Glory's place at the White House. He did. Tom Fenton with Judicial Watch, he tweeted to advance revolutionary a transgender uh, agenda targeting children. Bi- Biden violates the basic tenet of U.S. flag code and disrespects every American service member buried under its colors. Fenton's right. He's absolutely right. That's what's going on in our country today. It's deeply disappointed that Biden would put the left's progress pride flag ahead of our own flag of the United States. 
Well, we'll continue this conversation tomorrow. Thanks for being with me today, and thank you for your support. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.